when I'm playing her, I, I don't think, oh, now I'm being evil. You know, for me, she, she, she has an incredible arc, I think, of, which is why I think people should play her, because this is not reality, guys. This yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's up guys? Welcome on into Behind the Voice. I'm joined by Emma Gregory, who's played Minthara in Baldur's Gate 3. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining. Well, my absolute pleasure. It's a great honor to be here. Thank you so much for asking me and taking your time to share <laughs> with me and Minthara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it, it's such an awesome... This game has been phenomenal. A lot of people have been... For a lot of people, it they didn't expect this game to be so great and the popularity of this game has increased so much. What has it been like for you? Like ever since the game released, like the fandom is insane and everybody loves everyone. What is it like for you? It's, it is totally insane, Abby. It's just, I don't think any of us, we knew it was big. You know, you're part of the D&D world and yeah. you know, you know, obviously we've had Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate too, but you know, I don't think any of us realized at all quite what the reaction would be. And it, it's just been insane. And like you say, for all of the characters, the love and support and just joyful kind of reaction to all the characters. And there's a lot of characters in this game, oh, as yeah. we know. But the just the love that we've been shown individually has just been astonishing. And um, yeah, social media has gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and it's a real honor, you know, I'm so moved. I think we all are actually, and when some of us talk about it at times as a group, you know, that, that we're really moved by the reaction to it um, mm. because we didn't expect it to be so huge. And, yeah. and maybe we maybe there was a sense that we didn't quite know what we were walking into with, you know, how it would come across. But it's been phenomenal, and the reviews, and you know, just wonderful. So, what I like, like my fellow cast members, who I'm sure you've already spoken to, um, are very grateful. Absolutely. Very grateful. Yeah, yeah. it's it's That's been fun. it's been a wonderful ride for people who have started this game. For many people, including me, who haven't played games like these, the game types like yeah. these. Uh, like D and D yeah. style, and so it's been new for me to go into a game with the gameplay and stuff like this. But it's been incredible, even for someone like me who's completely new. It's been incredible to go into this journey. I sucked big time in a lot of things, and then I realized like it took me a little bit while, but I really enjoyed the story. The story kept me going. The characters kept me going. Yes. Everything is so fleshed yes. out, and I love it so much. And the fact that there's so many possibilities, so many exactly. paths, so many routes you can go down, so many personalities you can play, so much diversity, so much inclusivity, just phenomenal, which I think is, um, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know masses about the games world. I have played games and I used to play Call of Cthulhu a long time. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, with friends, actually sort of, you know, literally physically in a room role playing, um, <laughs> uh, which was tremendous fun. But I think this is quite... Uh, Perhaps a bit of a first, Baldur's Gate 3, with how much um, scope there is for different possibilities of things, different endings, different, yeah. and just how, it, as I say, inclusive it is with, with everybody, you know, yeah. um, in, in, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of different options for lots of different things. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's been wonderful. As I said, there's so many options, so many ways you can go. Anything can happen. 
and that's yeah. the best part about this game. But the very cool part is that this is your third game working with Larian. You have you worked yeah. in Divinity Origins in one and two. What has yeah. it been like for you to work with the studio for all three games? Um, uh, fantastic, because Larian, um, along with Pitstop, who are mm. the people that we actually worked with to, to record the mocap and, and the voice uh, work, they have a wonderful partnership, it feels like, because they're, they're quite similar in the way they work in terms of for actors. They love actors. Mm. And um, that's joyful because you feel safe to create and do anything that you want, really. Um, they really support that creativity. So they'll, you know, you can play, you know, a talking chicken and then someone like Minthara and they'll give you such free reign to do what you want with it, you know, be it not just accents or not just a funny voice, but actually getting inside, obviously someone like Minthara, but getting inside her really playing that journey with where she's come from, who she is. And they're so supportive with that. That's what they like is actors, actors who can play. Yeah. Because really, at the end of the day, everything has to be truthful, you know, otherwise, as with all acting. Um, so, so, for example, the process of finding someone like Minthara is the same, be it for TV or for, for film or for theatre. I come very much from a theatre background. So, um, it, it, you know, Voice, voicing games is not just about funny voices. It's about finding the truth yeah. of someone. That doesn't matter what world or realm they come from. Truth is truth, you know, so you've got to be real in it. Otherwise, it doesn't come through in the voice. And that is what Larian likes um, in, in, in all of their stuff. Um, um, and that's what Pitstop wonderfully support. Um, so it's a joy working for, for people like Larian because... They create such great stories as well as such brilliant characters. Um, yeah, really lovely people. Yeah. Very creative people. I mean, an extraordinary amount of people worked on this game. Their creativity, their writers, their animators is just phenomenal. Mm. Phenomenal. And their their vision with something. Yeah, that's and the act, they make the actors feel very much part of that. So you feel very include included. In, in in everything. I mean, obviously they decided the stories, but you feel very included in how you might want your character to go, or, you know, how you might play her. Yeah. And, and, and I love that, the fact that the team is like, it's so incredibly, and they made this game in such an incredible way that uh, a lot of, there were so many conversations about how this is like the best thing that has ever came out this year. And everybody's just, just jumping on in and just trying to experience what this game is, the stories, the characters. People are extremely loving a particular character and just like really have a lust for that character, lust for this character and just going all over the place. And I love this. And there's so many amazing stories and so many amazing things that I get to hear all the time about, about mm. the game. And it's just... Is just so cool, but yeah, with with Mithara, Mithara is a character that I really really liked, and I gotta say, at first when I first got to meet Mithara, I actually killed her off really quickly. <laughs> I think that's probably what a lot of people do. <laughs> Unfortunately, they get to that crossroads where they think, oh, "Do I want to be really evil, or oh God, can I go down that route?" Uh, yeah, yeah, I understand that. thanks, Abby. <laughs> 
Well, I'm that, I'm, I was just like, I got to follow the objective. I guess this is how it is. And I was like the, the new guy who had no idea how you can take things anywhere. And, and then when yeah. I realized that I could, I should really, I can do anything. And then I, I started doing things that I did in a certain way and completely doing it completely opposite. And then I figured out like, wow, this is, this is something that I should have done in the first place because Mitara's yeah. story just goes in such a, in such a great direction. So yeah. when you first got to know about like how Mintara is and her backstory and stuff like that, what was, what was, what are you thinking? Like what was going in your mind about, or what were your reactions about when you got to know about this character? Um, well, I didn't judge her. I didn't go, Oh my God, you know, she's just awful. You know, <laughs> I, I actually really loved her because, um, I was fine with characters that have a story. Uh, I want to know why they're like they are. Um, so researching her and reading about House Ben Ray and all her background, I thought it was amazing her, her where she's come from, how she was brought up, her whole community, and then how she left that and how also the story of, of how the two envoys from the absolute cult come and kind of infiltrate in Menza Baranza. She's obviously fascinated by that and decides to go and pursue that. Um, so it's worked. Um, <laughs> um, but I, for me, so in other words, uh, when I'm playing her, I, I don't think, oh, now I'm being evil. You know, for mm. me, she, she, she has an incredible arc, I think, of, which is why I think people should play her because this is not reality, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allow yourself to go into your imagination um, by playing with Lara. Um, uh, for me, she has an extraordinary journey in, in the game um, because this is someone who is incredibly ambitious, incredibly awkward, incredibly determined, confident, brutal. Um, but also the game allows her to explore relationships with people and understanding perhaps what trust might be mm. someone who doesn't trust easily so for me i'm looking at the whole person i'm not i'm not sort of um thinking oh that's evil so i'll play it like this for me it's you know nobody is ever one thing everybody has a journey for you know to get where they are and her upbringing has certainly been so brutal oh yeah um so it, it's not surprising that she's like she is you know <laughs> yeah. um you know, when you're, you know, there's an assassination attempt against you while you're, you know, suckling at your mother's bosom and, uh, and, uh, and then, um, you know, being taught to fight for your life by your very mother at around five, you know, that's a heck of an upbringing. <laughs> yeah. It's not surprising that she is who she is. And what's wonderful about the game is if you play her and recruit her, um, the relationship that you can build with her and how actually she is incredibly loyal. Mm. to people but she is also equally um slightly on the back foot as well and quite defensive so don't annoy her you yeah. know <laughs> but but she wants i think she wants to trust i think she doesn't know how to be friends with people mm. but she wants to perhaps learn how to do that um perhaps understand what it means to have companions um and what you can achieve with that um i think her of course, because she is inherently kind of brutal as a character, you know, there is revenge wanted. There is, you know, I think she's quite astonished at how much she was manipulated mm. um, by the cult. 
um, and I think that's quite a shock to her. Yeah. Um, and she definitely wants to do something about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also very loving, I, this is my opinion, there's also very loving sides to her. She's also very warm. You know, she doesn't know how to. In fact, there's a wonderful line, I think, something along the lines, if I can remember rightly, that affection is a very small part of her, but when she, when she gives it to you, yeah. it shows the depth of that feeling because it's something that she doesn't give very often, um, if at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so I think the game is very interesting for her that you get to explore that. That she's not just a kind of ha ha ha, cloak and dagger evil, you know. And and actually, I think that um, so villains or evil characters, I think, are more interesting when you play them with more reason for why they are like they are, or with more calm authority, or with um, two of my sort of hero villains, I suppose, who didn't influence me actually on this, but. But I love them, and I think they're fabulous yeah. go-tos if anybody ever wants any inspiration. And that is um, Sir Ben Kingsley's fantastic villain gangster in the film Sexy Beast, if you've ever seen that. Have you ever seen that, Abby? I, I have not seen that, but I have not, oh, I've heard a lot about it. That film, it's a masterful portrayal. Um, and the other one would be Ray Fiennes, um, again, as a brutal villain in... in um, in Bruges. And the reason why I cite them is because for me, it was the first time really for me that I'd ever seen a villainous or evil character where actually they were just completely centered. And, you know, the Ben Kingsley character, for example, is totally into yoga, totally mm -hmm. into mindfulness, totally into um, being very calm, but he's absolute. So in other words, that fills him with the most incredible confidence and directness and forthrightness. And and Rafe does a similar sort of thing in, in Rouge, where there's no need to sort of bluster and shout. They have this extraordinary centered calm because they know exactly who they are and yeah. they're not frightened of it. And I think there's very much that in Minthara. So there was a little bit of inspiration there. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, probably gone rambling off on the touch. <laughs> Not an issue. But that that for me is uh, important about her. But uh, what makes her her is interesting. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, evil characters can become sort of very one dimensional. And yeah. I didn't want her to be one dimensional. Yeah. And I was very fortunate to have a writer in Adam Smith, who was my writer, who was phenomenal. Um, where we did this kind of dance with each other, even though we'd never met. <laughs> um, because <laughs> he was off writing where he's writing for Larian and I was in Pit Stop Studios. And um, we did, you know, through the, I mean, I'd been working on this game for a long time, for years, you know. And, uh, but together we created this kind of development, which was, you know, he'd be inspired by, by a way I delivered a certain line. And so he would then write something different something else and I'd be totally inspired by what he'd written and want to bring maybe an element of sympathy or vulnerability in rather than it just being rah 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 you mm. know which would be quite easy to blame in fact kind of brutal and commanding all the time but that's not the case yeah 
I mean, that's does right. that answer your question? <laughs> I think that does. <laughs> but no, that it, it was wonderful. As you said, like, you've been working with your writer and, and I remember Neil mentioning how he had like a symbiotic relationship with the writer and that's how you guys are yeah. able to bring this character yeah. together, presenting yeah. into the game. And that's yeah. so wonderful. But that's another kind of beautiful detail about working with Larian is that that attention to detail of the characters having their own writers and, mm. and they seem to work at the great fortune of meeting a few of them a few days ago. Um, their love for the game and their love for each other's characters, yeah. characters they haven't written maybe, you know, it, it, it's just beautiful the way they, they seem to be a very close-knit community with it, that communications there. So, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, as Neil said, yeah. do a kind of wonderful dance with you. And they understand the way you're going. You understand what they want. And then they push you as well into another area maybe have the thought of. And you push them, you inspire them into an area that they thought, oh, wow, yeah, I'll take the character there. Um, so that's beautiful and a real honor to get to do that over such a long period of time. Quite yeah. unusual. <laughs> how long was the, <laughs> was the process for you? Like, I, How long did you guys work on it? Um, for me, um, I because there's so many characters in it, people were in it for lots of different lengths of time. I was in it for a good three years, three, four years. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a long time. So was it, how was the recording process like for you? Like how many hours did you get, did you have to record or be like working for the game in, in a day? Um, well, you, you go down and um, to the studio and you would do sort of, chunks really because it's quite exhausting because you're doing motion capture as mm. well as voice and um so you you know it's like being in in a, in a, in a theater rehearsal room or on tv shoot you 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 are um consuming the whole character you're playing physicalizing the whole thing and you have to do that obviously because if you don't um it really helps with with the vocal quality of things and the decisions that you make you're playing the whole thing physically um, which you should always do in voice acting anyway, um, in my opinion. Um, but we would work for sort of maybe chunks of four four hours, five hours, and then you'd have a break and then maybe do another four hours um, or maybe you'd just do an afternoon. Um, and it's, it's quite, it's very, it's intense too because with motion capture, you don't just, I don't know if you know about motion capture, but you have this extraordinary sort of skin-tight suit yeah. on lots of sensors all over and some people do facial motion capture as well so you might have a head thing on with sensors um i i had a body one and um so but there are sort of there are a few technical things you have to remember about that like for example uh, so you don't just put the suit on and kind of move everywhere you want you have yeah. to stay with a certain area because there's all these camera sensors and things that are having to pick you up but in a certain way and you have an avatar of, of, of your body really on the, on the screen so you can see what's happening. You've got to remember that certain gestures like maybe raising your hands together at the same time, that doesn't look quite so good in motion capture. So you've got a movement director helping you to make decisions about the character along with the director directing lines. Um, and that's obviously wonderful. So you've got to take on board as the actor everything that you're living and breathing and feeling about the character, but also the technical side of things yeah. with how motion capture has to be. And um, you've got to remember to do things like come back to a base pose. So that's like a neutral stance so that the 
mm. animators can cut things together easily and just stuff like that so you're so by the end of you know some people might think oh four hours a session that's not very long but actually <laughs> once you're kind of living and breathing the character and remembering those technical things as well um you're pretty exhausted yeah. by the end of it and if you're having to do day after day after day of that which some of us had to do uh, for a while um yeah but but at the same time it's also exhilarating and really really good fun and pit stop are such a wonderful company to work for um, they they did the motion capture with us yeah, yeah. tremendous fun lots of fun so yeah that's a sort of sessions of that over the course of the three or four years that's insane as i said like just listening to this i feel like that must be exhausting because you have to remember that and then you also have to do the acting and you have to make sure that everything lines yeah. up and if it doesn't then yeah. you have to do it again so it's like i can i cannot imagine how stressful and crazy it must be <laughs> but fun as well <laughs> oh lots of fun and and the guys at pit stop were just phenomenal because uh, they're such a lovely lovely team and you know i give a shout out to a few people like ben and mike and eros and 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 all the directors like adrian and josh and beth and kirsty i mean phenomenal the way they work together and it's always joyful always always joyful it was never you know kind of you didn't ever come away from a session going god that was really intense and hard and the work is intense and hard but it's always a lovely experience um being there with them and they make you know that because they make it such fun but the technical know-how of these guys, um, and Andreas as well as another one, and, and Fraser, and all these amazing people there, just brilliant. And, and apologies to anyone I might have missed out. Um, Rogan, there's another one. Um, <laughs> they, the way they know how the mics work, because you're fitted out with microphones as mm. well as, you, as your bodysuit with sensors. So you've got you know maybe a couple of people working on your bodysuit. You've got a couple of people working with your sound quality and all of that. Um, they're just amazing. And if any technical glitches did happen, they never got phased by it. They, they're just there, you know, it, it just, just, um, and I wanted to mention them, I think, Abby, because um, it's quite easy because um, the actors get the interviews, you know, yeah. and, and, and um, on the whole. And, um, and I think it's quite easy to forget that for people or for, or for maybe the fans and people not to realize that there's so many people who worked on this and who made, who helped you to create your performance and helped you to be as good as you can be with it. And so for me, it's important that people know who they are as well. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you're, you're right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that a lot of people now are finding things out about or how the technica, technical things happen, how the behind the scenes work about developers yeah, and yeah. programmers and everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're finally appreciating those people like, okay, if these guys didn't do what they did, we wouldn't be getting this experience, the smooth experience. Exactly. And mm. the same in TV, same in theater, same in film, radio, everything. It's always a team effort. Definitely. And and yeah. speaking of team effort, I. I believe that you and you have worked with other members of the team to you know make sure that the voice of Minthara is the perfect it can be so how was that process for you like to find out uh maybe a particular voice or maybe how she should sound like uh with this character Larian and and Pitstop were quite clear about um 
I think they had a kind of idea of how they wanted her to sound. And I was always encouraged to be, I think they wanted somebody with a naturally quite deep voice, resonant. Um, and they wanted that with her. And I certainly welcomed that with her from for the points that I've said before, which is that um, I didn't want her to be loud and raucous and brash. I wanted her to be that sense of calm because um, she is quite a high status character. She would, in, in, in acting, we have this kind of thing where it very often helps um, an actor to think of their character and their status as being a number between one and 10. And so Minthara, 10 being the highest status you could be yeah. and one being the lowest you can be. <laughs> and um, Minthara definitely thinks of herself as a 10. Um, House Henry, I am assuming, would be definitely an eight, nine or 10. Um, but anyway, um, so when you, so for actors, you have to think and get into your character by, by finding out answers to questions like that, mm. because that determines the voice. Um, because oh. if she is someone who is absolutely sure of her status, has no qualms about it at all, and um, therefore has no need to shout, why do I yeah. need to shout when I am number 10? So I say something and you do it. Do you see what I mean? So that's yeah. more interesting to play than get over here, do that, do that. that you lose kind of status if you're just shouting. And when you need to shout, you do. Obviously, you know, goblin trash and all those marvelous lines. You kind of keep them in their chair, you know. Um, uh, but um, so, yeah, it's discovering the character that determines the voice. And I also gave her, particularly as the game progressed, um, and she discovers more of who she is, in a sense, uh, bringing in a slight sort of gravelly tone as well. Yeah. Um, and some people have commented, uh, not very many, but some people thought, oh, you know, does she sound a bit old? Well, th this is not a human. <laughs> We're not dealing with someone who's a human. Yeah. We're dealing with a drow. And um, they are, you know, they consider humans incredibly beneath them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but um, we're dealing with someone who is quite old, actually. You know, so... Yeah. Um, you can experiment with all those kind of that's great pitches. yeah i think that's that's something that people really wanted to know about like how did emma decide on how this voice should be and to be honest as as you mentioned like she does not have to scream and shout at someone she just have that authority somehow and just when she says it you do it that kind of thing and it when you just literally yeah. said some few of the lines i was like okay i'm gonna do it uh, so they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we feel. That's how you feel. You know, Alan, the wonderful, God rest his soul, the wonderful Alan Rickman had that in the Harry Potter films. And like oh. I'm saying, with Sir Ben Kingsley and with the wonderful Ray Fiennes, they do the same thing with their fabulous villains. Mm. Um, and it's right. It's the right thing to do because that villain always thinks of themselves as a yeah. very high status. Therefore, they don't have any need to to shout they can literally say something and it's done um mm. also hope. um <laughs> but um yeah so for me and also also with the voice um if someone is very uptight even though she's centered in her status mm. so listen to this folks listen to this folks 
even though she's centered in her status, there is something very off-center about Menthara as well, which means that um, when she commands, she often barks that voice out. You do this now, you know. Mm. Um, and there's, so there's something quite bound and withheld about her, um, which also restricts the voice in many respects. So maybe there isn't a great sort of freedom and joy coming from the center of her core, which allows her to be much more open. Um, so, for example, a wonderful contrast to Minthara would be Shadowheart, for example. You know, I love Jen's portrayal of that or, or, or fabulous Sam's Karlak, you know, where they're much more sort of bolder, bolder vocally um, in terms of pitch range and stuff. Minthara keeps it quite closed shop. Yeah. And so there's something very bound about that. And then that actually I enjoyed exploring with the help of obviously of Adam's fabulous lines, Minthara's journey through the game, where she does allow herself and I allowed myself to play with different pitch range, maybe higher, softer quality when she is sharing a moment of intimacy mm. um, or, you know, a love scene or the romance scenes. Um, so that was interesting. Where, where is she freer? Where yeah. is she very bad? And I definitely physically explored that, which again, obviously, affects your voice, um, between when she's under the influence of the absolute mm. and when she isn't. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I just love listening to that. That's such a great uh, thing to even learn. Um, and uh, it just, it's just crazy. Like you just mentioned about the absolute and how she was when she was completely like following absolute to like, that's it. What absolute says is what I'm going to do to finally, you know, figuring out like, what did she do for in absolute's name? What do yeah. you think of that journey from someone like who's completely falling, not going to do anything else other than what absolute says to finally learning out what, what she has been doing. It's one of my favorite bits actually, um, when she's no longer under the influence and when she talks to the player, about what happened to her at Moonrise Towers. And the, the, I think she's quite astonished by how she's been played. Yeah. Uh, sorry if this spoils anything for anybody. But it's been out for a while now, the game, so, you know. And she has this wonderful speech. Adam was so beautiful writing this, but she has this wonderful speech about... Because she's ultimately, you know, very ambitious, absolutely want, would love to be in control of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, let us be gods, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, the journey to get there is quite something because I think she was quite astonished in how much she saw of herself in Orin. Mm. And that's, there's a, I won't spoil it too much for people, but... Um, I think she would like to be remembered, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't think she wants to die for nothing. Um, and the fact that the player takes her on her journey, I think she's quite grateful for because um, she she sort of says, you know, if you hadn't done that, nobody would remember me. So if I fight by your side, you know, I mm. can be remembered for something. And now whether that is something good or ultimately bad um is up to 
up to the person who's playing the game, I suppose. But <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and, but for her, yeah, that'd be interesting. That's another question. Is it good or is it good? A bit of both, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. I I love that part of the story. That I was like when when she was trying when she finally started to say everything to us to the players. I was like, wow, this is like she finally. I felt like oh my god. I feel bad for. Her. I felt immediately that feeling just went through. And there's this moment uh, where she's getting tortured, and I was like, oh yeah. gosh, like just yeah, yeah, yeah. we gotta stop. Like no, like yeah, it felt immediately yeah. bad. Like yeah. we gotta do something. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. we gotta now like we gotta save this person she yeah. has in a she's going on a redemption and there's some really yeah. cra crazy lines after that but like i just immediately felt bad and i was like i'd never expected yeah. for someone like i agree I, funny, I, I watched the other day actually the scene where she's in front of thorn and she you know and they, she sort of grabbed and she goes no you know and 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 actually it quite, <laughs> i was like come on i mean you're being moved by yourself here <laughs> that was weird. But actually, I'd forgotten because, um, you know, the game just looks so amazing, what Larian have created. It just looks so incredible that I lost myself in the whole cinematic universe of it. You know, it's yeah. just so beautiful to look at. Astonishing, actually. And, um, and so I was totally invested in the scene. And I found myself sort of tearing up, you know, going, no, you know, no, wait a minute, you know. But then I kind of, I started laughing as well because I just thought, oh my gosh, I am in a scene, in a sense, the fabulous J.K. Simmons. And I was so kind of like, oh, to hear J.K. Simmons say yeah. Minthar. You know, it was like, oh my gosh, because I just adore him. As oh, an actor. yes. Such a fan. So to hear him say Minthar, you know, it was just a joy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah 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 it's it's her journey is really moving but I, that's what i wanted to show and that's part of that dance between myself and adam and larian beautifully allowing us to do that you know to 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 say look the best villains and that's why i was going on about ben and rafe it, the best villains have stuff going on yeah. underneath there's their reasons and when you look at the reasons you know particularly for Nimthara and her background God, what a what an upbringing! <laughs> you know what a what a family to come from. Yeah, um, extraordinary. Um, you know, is it any wonder? So that's it's so 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 it's got to be. You got to go to those big feelings when yeah. somebody moves you to. And I think what happens to her at Moonrise is so extraordinary to her that she could be played like that. Uh, is yes, she will have her revenge for sure. But um, it's yeah, that intimacy with the player to be able to talk about it is wonderful. Yeah. I, so I, I wanted, wanted her to feel elements of vulnerability there. And, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know how this has happened, but my God, I will have my revenge, you know, <laughs> because I never thought it would happen to me. And uh, it's quite frightening when somebody holds a mirror up to you and goes, if you weren't rescued, mate, you, that would have happened for you, you know, to go into blood and madness. And for her to say that she would recognize that, mm. I think it's an amazing thing for my father. And so I'm very grateful to Adam for his wonderful speeches that he gave me and allowing her to have that journey. Yeah. 
it's such yeah. a such a beautiful such a beautiful arc for her and i love that and i it was wonderful and that's where i'm i'm like minthara is a character that i'm glad that i'm going in this direction now and i'm kind of sad that i did when it the first direction of killing her off and you know <laughs> abby i'm so pleased that you say that because uh, you know <laughs> since the game launched I, I you know you don't want to spoil it for people obviously but whenever anybody goes oh no you just kill her <laughs> or i've read reviews where they go oh no people won't really play her they'll just yeah. kill her <laughs> you, know, you go oh really well that's kind of a bit short-sighted of you because actually <laughs> there's a lot to this lady you know yeah. uh this creature um that's rather wonderful absolutely um so allow yourself to be maybe a bit more imaginative <laughs> than just yeah. going good you know <laughs> um, that's what's great about the game isn't it you can be all things yeah and um, so i encourage people to go down their dark urges <laughs> and um see what they can find so yeah i'm very pleased that you say that abby thank you absolutely it did such an incredible job and i think a lot of people because for a lot of people that i know when they started Baldur's gate 3 they immediately went for the evil route they were like who, who becomes a good character i'm gonna go in the evil route and they just go into the dark urges i'm like great uh, <laughs> you're gonna find out the best things yeah. i think in my opinion the best things I, I i don't know the evil side of things are feel like the most complicated and you know in depth and amazing in terms of story and all that so i was like this is great and when i saw what dark things that we can do i was like oh gosh it's <laughs> insane yeah 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 no good 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 i'm glad you enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> the darkness uh, the darkness yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Uh, so it, while recording uh, all the the scenes uh, and, and voices, do you do you have like memorable moments um, in this whole process? For Minthara. For Minthara, yeah. Or maybe just for you as where you were working in the game in general. Um. Um. Uh, well, very the ones that we've said already are really memorable for me, and like I say, some of the delicious words that Adam gave me to say. Or, where I would be there in the studio just laughing with joy, going, thank you, Adam, for taking it that way, you know, um, because that's that's certainly what I would have hoped for. And um, again, like I say, makes it more rounded and more in-depth and more interesting to play. Um, and um, But I think a memorable moment as well would be when I was told that it was, that that, that she wasn't just going to be a sort of, background kind of character you know that she that she, she you could you could recruit her yeah and that was that was very moving for me <laughs> i was really delighted um yeah yeah and there are wonderful wonderful you know i love all her brutal moments as well you know like saying goblin trash or you know <laughs> when they're at the at the circus bit you know with the it was a beautiful webbing, all of that, you know, those sorts of jokes and, and the, the sort of undercutting humour that's yeah. in She does have a sense of humour. This is, again, another thing that people won't explore. You know? um, <laughs> if they don't play it, she's actually rather funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, all of it, Abby, all of it is just fabulously memorable. Yeah. And I'm very... I feel, and I know it sounds kind of a very actory thing to say, but, um, you know, 
I and I know that all the cast feel like this. We really do feel really grateful to be part of this because, like I say, and said at the beginning of the interview today, um, I don't think any of us really, really understood what we were becoming part of. Yeah, I know I certainly yeah. didn't. I, I don't mean in terms of D and D and games world, but just in terms of the wonderful hugeness of Baldur's Gate three of what Larry and Absolutely. Just so I feel really, really blessed. And I'm also blessed for, you know, like you coming on and talking to me about it and fans talking to me about it and things like this. It's just, it's really beautiful. It's really lovely. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. I I think that the fans, they're the big fans of of this character. I mean, Sarah, people just love her. When they finally get into that direction, people just love this character so much. And there's a reason mm. why a lot of people, like there's later on, I'm going to be telling you what people have been asking. There's a lot of people who really want to know about even more of how you did this character, how how was the process like and everything. And people love this character so much and really enjoyed what, what, what Larian did for her and how the story went. So you, I would say thank you for doing this wonderful uh, job at playing this character in such a way that was believable where we felt like, oh, okay, this is a character when she is there, I'm going to back off. I'm going to stay. I'm going to do what she says, that kind of thing. And so you did such a brilliant job there. Thank you very much. That's very kind. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I and, and with that, there's so many lines that I really love in, in this in this game, especially from Antara. And one of them is her saying, I will never tire off by sitting on dead men's throats. Dead men's yeah. I was like, wow, what a line that is. I think that's the, one of the, my favorite yeah. lines in the yeah. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. And they're wonderful to say. Because you can have such fun with 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 characters like her, when you have glorious lines like that, or the goblin trash line, you know. Um, I mean, just that's the wonderful thing about doing fantasy. I mean, I've done a lot of work for, for another wonderful company, Games Workshop. Um, I've done a lot for the Warhammer and Age of Sigmar worlds. And um, it's, it's all just so glorious, like, like BG3. It's just glorious to allow your imagination to go off into these just extraordinary realms and worlds and get to say massive lines like that, you know. Um, Just amazing, really, really fun, lots of fun. But you have to really commit to it as well, you know, you've got to, (laughs) you can't, there can't be, as an actor in fantasy, there can't be an element of doubt in terms of the actor. You've got to go for it. It's got to be big and truthful. Definitely. In other words, I don't mean big as in hugely Mm. delivered necessarily, but it's just got to be, although there's a lot of that, uh, it's got to be big in terms of you mentally embracing the world that you're entering into. There's a wonderful adage in acting and certainly is so true in voice acting um, that if I see it, you will see it. So if I believe me as the actor sees the world in my head, my mind, and I believe where I am, then you will hear that in my voice. And you will see it if it's a visual like film or TV. Or 
um, or, or theatre. Um, and I think that's a really good thing for actors to remember. If I believe it, they'll believe it. And Larian and Pitstop, certainly our directors at Pitstop, like I say, Josh and Beth and Kirsty and Fraser and Adrian, um, who I just adore all of them because they were so good at keeping all of us um, absolutely knowing where we are in the game. This is, this is an enormous game mm. to record. Yeah. So, and if you're doing it over a long period of time, you're doing other jobs in between, playing lots of different characters in between, to keep, you know, to, to maybe you'll do a session, in other words, you know, in January, and then you might not come to another one till April or something like that because obviously the writers need time to write it. Um, but they did such a wonderful job of going, yep, yeah, so remember, <laughs> we were here and we're now here and this has happened and then you're meeting this person and now, uh, but that person's died, they've been killed, so you've got to do this. So they did the most extraordinary job of keeping it all together and really keeping things in line because um, maybe people don't know who aren't in the business, but um, you don't, when you record something like Baldur's Gate 3, you don't work with somebody else in the studio with you, another actor. You're on your own in the studio mm. with the directors in another little room they can see. Um, so you're not interacting with anyone. So yeah. you've got to really imagine. So the director will be giving you maybe the line, and then you've got to give your response as truthfully as possible. Obviously. Um, and that's quite a skill in itself. And they do that a lot in animation movies mm. as well. Um, so you've really got to let that imagination go wild. Yeah. So that you really see where you are and act where you are. Um, I can't remember what you asked me now. I've gone <laughs> round off again on a tangent, Abby. <laughs> Dude, that's perfectly fine. I think this, this, what you said, I think I know a lot of people who want to get into voice acting themselves, want to be an actor in video games. And I think this uh, is going to help uh, let at least educate or maybe give some information to people who probably didn't know and, you know, go in that path. Like maybe I'm going to do this from now on and help them out. And, you know, all yeah. these insights are always welcome. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. No pleasure. No, I mean, so while anybody who is interested, it, it is about acting, you know, yeah. it's about it's about it. It's about you living and breathing and feeling it, so that it can come up and out of your voice. Because if you if you put it on, um, I, I've done a lot of radio work as well in my, in my career, um, as well as a lot of voiceover. And you've got to see it in your mind, you know. Yeah. And I think I think that's good voice acting. Like good radio is fabulous because if you've got good actors at it. You know, um, it's the most visual of all the mediums, in a sense, because all I need is me, a good script, you know, a script and a microphone. And I can take an audience to any round dimension, time, space, atmosphere, anywhere. Definitely. I don't need anything else. And maybe, you know, if we want to add on a few little sound effects, great. But the reason why I say that, Abby, is because... You know, if, if any of the, any people out there have had the experience of sort of sitting in bed reading a book and you're really into this book, maybe it's a horror or a thriller and you're really, you know, and then you think, oh, Christ, it's getting late, you know, I better, better turn the light off and go to sleep, got to get up for work the next morning. So you turn the light off and you snuggle down in your bed, but you can't settle. Mm. 
Yeah. Your mind won't let you settle because it's whirring 10 to the dozen because of what you've just read and the world that you've allowed yourself to enter into. And so you put the light back on and maybe get up a cup of tea or something and set yourself down because you've taken yourself in your mind to an extraordinary place that's really affected you, affected your soul, you know. And um, that is what actors need to do. Um, because, and that's the power of radio and voice work, good voice work and radio, because um, there's nothing stronger than this <laughs> in an audience, you know, and there's nothing more effective because you, you're your own costume designer, your own lighting designer, your own, you know, set designer, you're everything. And that's not to the detriment of film, TV and, and theatre. Of course it isn't because they all have their wonderful places. But there's something else about radio and voice work. Um, and so when you put it on top of fantastic visuals that we've got in BG3, it's, it's, it makes for some really juicy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And did you uh, ever get to watch all the cutscenes that, because I know people are so amazing that they put it out on YouTube about full cutscenes of particular yeah. characters. Did you get to watch all that? Yeah, yeah, well, not all of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> oh, but man. Yes, yeah, it's a lot of hours, isn't it? But what extraordinary cinematics. Mm -hmm. Extraordinary. The yeah. look of it is just, it's just gorgeous, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yes, <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> Some of it, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I've really enjoyed it and enjoyed watching everybody else, you know, and, and seeing some of the stuff that, or, or seeing some of the visual stuff or bits of the game that Minthar isn't part of, or, you know, mm. bits that I've heard about but have never seen the visuals for and things like that. Yeah. 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 yeah Amazing. Yeah, they, they look so good. And as I said, like, it's not uh, like you, all of you, like all the voice actors who worked on this game, everybody did such a great job. Everything, everyone is so believable. I'm like, wow, like I can, I know, like, I, I can understand this character. I can just go with this character. I want to go on this journey in this character. I want to know more about this character, all that stuff. Like, it's so believable. And the world yeah. around immediately is also like, oh, like, yes, I'm yeah. here. I can, yeah. I can yeah. see this is yeah. real somehow. <laughs> and, and and extraordinary detail. Like if you've got two, you know, the, the way they've thought about it, like a movie is yeah. just amazing. Like, so you'll have, you know, um, right up close to us, maybe two, you know, the main characters talking, mm -hmm. but all the world that's going on in the background, <laughs> people walking around or taking a drink or buying something or going, oi, over here. Or, you know, it's just amazing. That yeah. kind of... <laughs> You know, and um, yeah, extraordinary. But then, but, but Divinity was like that too. You know, mm. Larian are really great at creating worlds. Yeah. And um, they do it with exceptional, meticulous attention to detail. And that's why they're so good. You know, and that's why people love the games because they will take that time um, to, to get all of that right and give the players what they want. Mm. You know? Definitely. And, the, and I mean, yeah, with, Baldur's Gate 3, they've taken it to a whole another level. Um, but yes, I, I many a time I've watched some, you know, clips. And, and also, because as I was saying to you before, Abby, we're on our own in the studios. Mm. You might sort of see another actor getting ready to go into another studio and do their bits, but you don't get to play with them in the same studio. Mm. So actually, it's been wonderful to look at this wonderful cast's work, you know, 
where I've never even known what their characters look like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and um, some of them I haven't even met, you know. <laughs> so, um, so that's been wonderful to see and to 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 match their voice to how the visuals look and yeah, see the scope of the world that's being created is astonishing. So yes, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think one of the things that people love seeing or want to see. Uh, I want to experience even is the the romance scenes. <laughs> and what do you think about all these romance, especially from Intara? What do you think about the romance scenes? And how was it like for you to to you know record all those moments? Um, recording was very simple um, and very caring. Again, Larry and Pitstop always taking beautiful care of all the actors, making sure you know. Uh, you're happy with things and, and, um, and, um, so that was very loving of them to do that. Um, and, uh, and write. And, um, but I think it's very clever how they've used romance and sex in, in the whole thing in that, um, like life, it's part of life, but it's not, it, what's clever about Baldur's Gate 3 is that it doesn't become the end goal. It doesn't mm. become the be all and end all of yeah. what you're playing a certain path route for, you know? It's just something that happens along the way that allows you to explore the character more or your own character more, um, you know, the player, explore themselves more. Um, and I think that's really clever. So it's used as a a means to an end sometimes, like with Minthara, a lot of the time, yes, let's have that this evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or it's used in a romantic way to further develop someone's character. Again, like from, from, hmm. you know, learning about learning about affection, learning about trust, um, uh, and using it to a means to what you want as well, get what you want, so, uh, as, just like life. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I think that I think they're done brilliantly. Um and I do believe you can sort of make a choice as to how much of the intimacy scenes you want to sort of reveal. But um yeah. Um I think it's used very cleverly. Yeah. yeah definitely. And uh, and it's 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 awesome that um every every character has this like story arc where Okay, you want to be in this romantic relationship with this particular character, you can choose wherever you want to go. And as mentioned before, like, I just love the fact that you can do whatever you want in this game. And uh, especially for a character like Minthara, who everybody see as a villain immediately and just, you know, not going to take her, not going to see her storyline. And then the people who actually eventually do see her storyline, they're so blown away by it. And I, the one thing that I even get even more blown away is when I see, you know, fan arts done by people and i see it on twitter such cool amazing art and i'm like where are these people like the art is like it's insane yeah. yeah so beautiful the inspiration people have from it um oh my gosh some of the like you're saying i don't know how they do it and <laughs> yeah. some of the some of the pictures of minthara there's a beautiful one but it's a beautiful picture, but it's, it, 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 um, in fact, Larian retweeted it actually because they were so blown away by it as well, where it's a mm. shot taken from the game. Uh, uh, the way they've done that, it's a close-up of Minthara's face with slightly bloodshot eyes. It's got a kind of bluish yeah, hue. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. It shows. So good. It shows everything I wanted to get <laughs> in the character, which is strength and determination and brutality and 
ambition and all of that, but also the, oh my God, the vulnerability in the eyes. Oh yeah. I, mean, I couldn't take my eyes off it. <laughs> and I thought this person's really captured that moment, you know, taken that and isolated it and then done all this beautiful sort of color with it and everything and really brought it out. And it, it's, it's absolutely stunning. And then there are other wonderful shots and yes, the fan art and, the way people have taken the, all of the characters and been so inspired to put them in different situations or, you know, glamour shots or whatever they want to do with it, <laughs> yeah. you know, lovely, sexy, beautiful shots or whatever they want to do. It's just wonderful to see. I've been really, really enjoying it. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Since there's so many fan interactions, like so many fans want to know and who love this character, is there anything that fans always ask you or want to know from you? Uh, about your character or about your journey? Um, not, uh, not, not so much about the journey. I think they're just enjoying it when they get there, if they play her. Um, people, lots of people have wanted to know her color. What's her favorite color? Hmm. Um, and so I'll answer that here by saying, well, I think it's um, a sort of blood red. And I say that because that's actually my favorite color, but it was a total coincidence that it's also mine and Minthara's. <laughs> wow. But because it's the blood red of House Bane Ray, because that's the color that I found on the symbol of House Bane Ray. Mm. And I think it's beautiful. The symbol's beautiful. Yeah. Um, um, and and it, it, coincidentally enough, it was the red that I chose for my avatar, because when you were in the mocap studio, you see yourself all in the bodysuit, but you also see an avatar. Mm. Um, and so I always chose red for my avatar to see what my body was doing while I was doing the mocap. So you can check check in with yourself as you're recording. And um, and then I discovered that House Bane Ray has that red color. Now, I don't know if somebody else has just made that up or if that was an original you know, thing for House Bane Ray, but um, I love it. So I would say that, is the color probably like i say blood red and and also people have sort of i've been really moved by how much people have found her as a kind of inspiration or you know for confidence or or to you know they kind of go yep she's she's badass so you know that's really made me kind of go out today and just take the day and just get it going you know yeah. and I, that's that's really lovely as well that it that it gives people who may be feeling a bit kind of pressured by life um and they get inspiration from the characters to to maybe gosh this sounds very worthy but you know what i mean abby yeah. they kind of they feel inspired by the characters that they love you know be it gail or shadowheart or minthara whoever it is starring and um, particularly karlak um yeah um to kind of go, yes, I'm going to be a badass like Minthara. I'm going to take today by the horns and I'm going to do it. And I love that. I really love that. Yeah. And, and you've sent me very kind messages um, about how that sort of inspired them or made them turn their, not turn their life too much, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Just, well, maybe. And it gives them hope or gives them some structure with some things, you know. Um, helps them find a way through difficulties and i love that because that's what the arts should do mm. the art is about teaching us about ourselves that's what the arts is about 
yeah. all the world's established Shakespeare scene. So, you know, all the men and women, all the men and women players. Um, and, uh, and I think life, art holds a mirror up to life. You know, it makes us look at ourselves. So if people from the wonderful world of games, particularly a game is just extraordinary looking and evolving as Baldur's Gate 3, um, if, if that does help people to kind of, as I think it is doing in the fan world, um, if it does help people with their lives, great. Yeah. Great. I'm very pleased. There's a few questions that fans wanted me to ask you. Uh, and uh, so uh, a person by the name Rohan asks is when you started recording for Manthara, was her personality, motives and drive already set in stone or did she evolve over time? Um, I would say um, there were sort of core bits of her personality that were very much set in stone, mm. given um, the sort of backgrounds, D&D &D backgrounds. But um and, you know, her, like I was saying before, her upbringing, the kind of person that that's made her, which is brutal, which is um, ambitious, which is determined, forthright, high status, unforgiving in many respects. Um, but, but yes, her, her personality did evolve through the course of the game for her to explore other areas of herself, which she maybe doesn't bring to light too much um, or hasn't had the chance to in her life so far which is things like affection, which is things like intimacy, but it, intimacy for, for the giving and receiving of it, not just intimacy for the fulfillment of pleasure, yeah. but intimacy where she's really connecting with someone um, as well as be it on a physical level um, and, um, and learning about trust and learning about having companions and um, um, learning about betrayal and learning about um, a softer side of herself or, or the, the fact that perhaps she can be thwarted and that may not have occurred to her before, you know, things like that. So all the peaks and troughs and differences that, that we have in our real lives, you know, suddenly come into, into who she is. So I would say, and as I was saying before to you about Adam, my wonderful writer, you know, we had this relationship whereby he could feel that from my performance and I could feel that from his writing. So, um yes very much evolved yeah which is as i've said before makes her much more rounded and much more interesting uh, charles boots ask is um what <laughs> what were you with uh, thoughts about recording the lines from the circus specifically <laughs> <laughs> well there you are the wonderful example of <laughs> <laughs> of minthara's brilliant Humor. Yeah. <laughs> um, very sarcastic humor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great fun. Great fun. Love those scenes. They're hilarious to watch. Uh, yeah. Simon Rickmoon asks, uh, how, did you, how do you feel about the overwhelming response of the game and how do you handle the community's positive feedback? The response to the game has been wonderful. So thank you very, very much. And um, I've really enjoyed and sort of lost a lot of time and kind of just <laughs> reading everyone's comments and just joining in. I, 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 I've really enjoyed that. I've really enjoyed reading what everyone's writing on Twitter or Instagram, or, you know, posting things and funny memes and videos and things like that. It's, like we were saying, people's creativity, the fan art's been astonishing. Oof. 
little animated figures and yeah. figurines and just and, and then great sort of portraits and people you know being inspired by larian's game mm. the way it looks taking it off into their own art um so it's been a joy and a pleasure to look at it all and um, I, I guess you just deal with it, really. Just, yeah. um, I mean, it, it's very the internet's very easy to get lost in, isn't oh. it? Where you kind of <laughs> yeah. start and then you realise five hours have gone by. Um, <laughs> um, so I try to check in as much as I can uh, each day, but also, you know, we are working actors, so we have mm. to get on with with our lives and work as well. But yeah. Um, yeah, try to check in as much as possible and to respond when I can. I'm, I'm so grateful for everybody's love and support with it. It's just terrific. And I really feel that, really feel that from me. It's, it's been wonderful. Um, Sean Farflung asks, um, given that you played villains in Divinity Original Sin 1 and an evil aligned character in VG3, what is it about your voice acting style that lends you <laughs> playing villains in the game? <laughs> What is it about you, Emma? <laughs> um, um, oh gosh, I don't know. Um, well, I love playing them. I mean, I, I love playing brutal characters. Maybe it is something about me. I have no idea. <laughs> um, um, I think my voice lends itself to that that kind of big, weighty character. Because um, I, 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 I either play that sort of character, this is in voice voice fantasy land um i either play that sort of character or like i was saying in games workshop i i'll play saints or sort of godlike figures um huge sisters of battle kind of huge characters um which is fabulous fun but yeah i guess people like that kind of deeper larger resonance um for certain characters it works um great fun Really, really grateful. Dusty asks, do you find uh, person aspects of her personality similar to your own? Oh, well, that links on from the last question, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> that sounds a bit worrying. <laughs> Where Minthara is concerned, I mean, I'm not brutal like her, but I hope not. I mean, ask my family. Um, but, <laughs> um, uh, yes, I think, um, you know, if you're there's a again there's a sort of thing in acting whereby um certainly in theater um we have this sort of saying whereby you leave your stuff outside the rehearsal room so whatever's going on for you in life that might be really difficult you leave it outside the rehearsal room because in the rehearsal room you need to be creative or on set could be film set yeah tv set um because otherwise if that stuff's you know in your mind the whole time then you're not free to really be in the character and allow that character to take you over and, and, and be free to work with other people as well. Mm. Um, but interestingly, because I was on my own in the studio with just the directors, um, if I'd had a particularly rubbish train journey down to the studio or something, and, you know, it, I was late, which is, I hate being, um, <laughs> I could, with Minthara, I could <laughs> channel that <laughs> aggression and annoyance into how I deliver her lines that particular day. Um, and so that was actually really freeing and releasing. Really <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nobody in the studio with me because I'm feeling really, <laughs> you know. Um, 
so that was a sort of opposite from how one usually works in in TV and film theatre. But um, yeah, I think you do. I think sometimes you have to find elements of yourself mm. um, because you have to find a journey and an arc with the character as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love the the, the storytelling. That's pretty cool. Um, Alex, <laughs> Alex asks if if you could play any other character um, other than Minthara in Baldur's Gate three, who would who would it be? Oh my god, that's a really great question. Yeah. I'd not even thought of that before. <laughs> um, I really love Karlak. I, I I think it would be really cool to play Karlak, but then I can't really hear anybody else than lovely Sandy. So, um, <laughs> and also I love Shadowheart too. Yeah. Probably because I'd never get to play a part like Shadow. Um, wow. Orin, quite like to have played Orin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, this sounds really actory, but I I think I'll just stick with myself. I'm glad I play her. Mm. Because for me, um, I've really loved how complex she is, actually. Yeah. How complex Larian have let Adam and I make her. I think that's really wonderful. So I'll stick with Minfong. Yeah, they're, they're all so, so cool and love, uh, love, yeah. you know, getting to know all of their stories and conversations. So fun to listen to conversations. Yeah. The whole cast has just been so phenomenal, you know, just mm. like looking at the, the circus scene or whatever, you yeah. know, um, and just, you know, the, the fabulous voices that have come in to play parts where they might only do that scene or, mm. you know, you know, Mizora or, you know, it, it just wonderful art characters where I, I may never have met the person mm. and I'm really enjoying looking at their work through their character. Um, Alex Zibel uh, asks, is, um, does she, uh, the, do you feel like there could be more that could be done uh, with this character? <laughs> I wonder if they mean within BG3 or beyond. Um, I mean, you can I go know. either way. <laughs> Um, well, I think it, it, there's endless possibilities with all of the characters, yeah. aren't there? And also endless possibilities for perhaps exploring the worlds that they come from, hmm. um, which would be pretty cool, I think. Um, I think um, how she is in Baldur's Gate is is fine. I know there's lots of different fan reaction where Minthara is concerned, um, but I'm not going to comment on that. That's in... That's in the hands of the gods and the gods are Larry. So yeah. I'll say no more about that. <laughs> but, but, but in all seriousness, that's what's amazing about these characters and this world and D&D mm. &D in general is that, um, and, and for, for worlds like Warhammer and Age of Sigma and wonderful worlds like that, or any fantasy, any fantasy novels, um, I do, I record Stephen Erickson's work as well and, um, for audio and, um, audiobook and um it's always endless that's what's fantastic about it. yeah so take these characters anyway and there's always so much more to be explored if you want to definitely so much yeah. to explore and especially in this yeah. game so much to do you can do endless anything yeah. yeah yeah it's so it's so wonderful um and Luis asks this i think it's a pretty interesting question is like are there any positive qualities or wisdom that you gain from playing the character like minthara i admire minthara's determination 
confidence like I was talking about earlier, which obviously other people are really tuning into as well. Um, the fact that she is always rooting for survival and to achieve what you need. I mean, yes, her route is quite bloodthirsty to get there, so I wouldn't support that, obviously. But uh, <laughs> um, but um, I think she's got wonderful drive. It's not about the ambition so much for me, but just, yeah, to, it takes a lot to keep her down. You know, she'll yeah. get back up and get back up and get back up. And I, I, I do really admire that about her. And, and her bravery, actually, for... She's very brave, and her bravery for venturing out from the underdark surface in the first place to go and explore what's this cult all about, you know, um, going away from your home and away from your what you know mm. and exploring something else. And yes, okay, right, so Moonrise happened to her, Moonrise, and the absolute and everything, but the fact that she went forth in the first place, I think, I think there's a lot of bravery about her. And bravery to be vulnerable, bravery to be intimate with the player and and explore that. <laughs> bravery comes in all forms. It's not just about being forthright, it's about mm. it's about mm. having the courage to go forward um, and you know, jump into something that that um that is scary. Yeah. And she she does that. That's why she's so interesting. And that's why you must play her, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, scholarly Sean asks, how did working as, like playing Minthara uh, is different from your previous experiences with Larian? I think just playing one character and that journey all the way through for a long time mm. um, was extraordinary because on Divinity, I would like, go in and do a couple of those characters and then you know, the next session I do a couple of other characters or something like that. So, and that's all joyful as well. But to stick with one person and get to know them really intimately, and she's very dear to my heart and always will be, not only for playing her and experiencing her, but also for what Larian have given us all. And, you know, this is, this, this is going to be with me for the rest of my life. You know, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Um, so I think, yeah, living and breathing her in all her many ways <laughs> for the last, yeah, the ability to live with a character for a long period of time, which I'm sure people who do, you know, long-running film series or, or TV series, you yeah. know, have the same experience. And um, I remember reading about some Game of Thrones actors when it stopped how kind of desperate they felt that it was suddenly gone, you know, what yeah. had been a huge part of their life for about 10 years was suddenly, and that it actually really, they were bereft. It was like a grieving process. What's lovely about all the fan reaction and all the comments and, and doing things like, um, and, and interaction and interviews like this today is, is getting to still be with her. Hard to leave a character you love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say that is the being the biggest thing between the two between. <laughs> so I can I cannot imagine how you must be feeling because you have been recording and been this character 
for as you mentioned, like for so long and you know, it's out there and people are playing it, people are really loving it and you get responses back, you have comments and you see reactions and people, people are tuning in or playing the game right now and just figuring these, these things out. And it, it must it, playing this big character, which is going to go on for years and years. Uh, I, I cannot imagine how you must be feeling. I know once that everything is done and now you're no longer playing that character. Uh, must be a different feeling right now for you. Like, okay, no longer I'm going to go to the recording booth and record. Yeah, online. it's sad. It, it's sad. And I've said to various people at Pit Stop, oh, we miss you, we miss you guys, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what you have to do as an actor. You know, you have to, yeah. you have to say goodbye to that one and leave it where it is and um, and go on to the next thing. Hopefully, which is the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, then go on to the next thing, sort of clear your mind of it, you know. Mm. And that was, that was one of the challenges, like I was saying before, of doing this for such a long period of time, um, where you'd have great gaps maybe between when you played her and then the next time you get to play her. Mm. But um, yeah, now it's all done. It's, there is an element of sadness, but I think more. So really, it's very, very small because it's what's now wonderful is seeing how people react to her yeah. and all of the characters and the whole game. And that's now the next experience with that character, you know? Yeah. So, so and, and like I say, um, the, the, the reaction to the game that we've been talking about is so huge that she's always going to be with me and people are always going to go, oh, wow you know, you were in Bowls Gate or mm. I can say to them, oh, brilliant, you're playing Bowls Gate or, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be part of my life still. So it just moves, it just shifts a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, the <laughs> last and final question is from Aban. He says, uh, he's curious about um, what do you think Minthara as a character, especially morality-wise? Morality-wise? <laughs> oh, Wow. Don't be evil. I can say that, but <laughs> um, but I think you can't have evil without good, really. Because if you yeah. don't have good, how do you know that you're evil? Um, in a sense, um, you know. So there's all those sorts of questions. Well, I think it's like I was saying before. I think you've got to have courage to do things, and I think you should live your life with courage. And I think and live your life with bravery and not be frightened of doing things. And if it's scary, then that means you 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 should go into it, providing it's a good thing doesn't harm other people <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't hurt anybody else you know um i think that's what someone like Minthara could teach us mm. about courage about loyalty i'm going to be thinking about that question all night now. <laughs> what a great one to end on fans have such incredible questions and they're so supportive they love yeah. uh, i i got one of those comments that uh, they love Mentara so much they can't stop playing and so, so uh, what what do you want to say to those fans is there anything that you would like to tell them just thank you it's making me tear up <laughs> um, just thank you thank you thank you for the questions today and, and these sorts of questions and the response is has just blown my mind I'm so grateful I just give lots and lots of love back, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and try try to answer people's comments and stuff. And I really, really appreciate love and support for the character.